Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK, sponsored by Brewers Outlet. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. It's time to stock up at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarkets. Imports, domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Pickle bar, leather the barrels of the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia. Routes 11 and 15, almost Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. We've gone through a myriad of complaints from you today. Correct, yes. Are you done? or I am done for now, but we still have an hour left, so you never know. Are you going to watch the World Series? Uh, probably not tonight because I got football tonight, but I definitely will yeah. as much as I can. I think it'll be a, a really good series. Oh, it'll be a good series. I really do. I'm, I'm actually pretty intrigued by it. I think both story, I think the storylines are kind of are different but neat with this. I would have rather seen the Phillies in there, but I think this is going to be a, a, a very interesting series. So I'll definitely watch as much as I can. Yeah. So. The um, Michigan doesn't play this weekend, so there's no... But this is just continuing to fester. It's not. It's not going away. At first, it was. It, it, some people didn't take it. Oh yeah, yeah. But as time goes, the stories get bigger. More. Like you sit back and go, really. And as much as look, I understand why a Michigan fan would sit there and go, no, 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 this is a, okay, I got it, but it's not realistic. <laughs> okay, um, um, But uh, every day somebody's coming up with something. Will Hobson of the Washington Post? Hmm. Ross Dellinger, SI.com? Bruce Feldman now is weighed in. Pete Thamel's been great from ESPN.com. And yet, and when you start grouping this together with the fact that the Jim Harbaugh suspension from earlier this year, that, that did not resolve the issues they have with the NCAA. Plus, they're look, plus, there's also they're looking into 
the computer of former offensive coordinator Matt Weiss on a separate issue. There's a lot of stuff going on. And when you look at the um, question is who's going to do the discipline on this thing? You know, in other words, how much discipline can the the Big Ten hand out? I mean, you have right now 13 mad presidents, 13 mad athletic directors. I give all the head coaches in the conference credit. They have all played it level and cool. Nobody has spoken out of turn, out of line. Nobody's showing anger about it. They've just... They're keeping it level. That's the smart way to do this. Let other people do it for you. And and we'll see. It's it's they're off this week. How much do people know? Is there enough? The NCAA's been on campus. They've been in in Ann Arbor since earlier in the week, so they have been looking into this. I mean, they're physically there. So we got the World Series coming up. Rangers, D-backs, game one tonight, Texas. Unfortunately, it solved Tommy McCarthy's travel issue. But we'll talk with Tim Kirchin in a moment about the series and Major League Baseball here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Okay, World Series, Game 1 tonight. Wove Life in Arlington, just down the street from Jerry World. Nathan Ovaldi and Zach Gallen tonight. And joining us, the outstanding Tim Kirchin. Tim, welcome. Great to have you with us. Uh, thank you, Steve. My pleasure. Well, it's uh, it's not as if the place hasn't hosted a World Series before, but this time they get the Rangers in it uh, so, <laughs> instead of the Dodgers and the and the Tampa Bay Rays. When you look at the respective paths that this these two teams took, 
What stood out to you about each? Well, I really, I was really impressed by their resiliency. The Rangers lost eight games in a row and 20 out of 30 late in the season and somehow pulled it back together for October and then have played, obviously, exceptionally well since. The Diamondbacks lost nine in a row from June uh, in, in August and from like late June until August the 11th, I think they went 14 and 36. That's mm. how bad they were. Yeah. And they pulled it together also. When you are facing adversity and people are questioning every move you make and somehow you come back from that, uh, that's what's really impressive to me. This is the first World Series ever where the two teams in it each had an eight- or nine-game losing streak during the season, and yet both made it to the World Series. It's a really hard game to play. It can, it can really humble you. And when you get humbled and still find a way to come back and play really well, that's the most impressive part. Philadelphia had been rolling, especially on offense, in their wins over the Marlins and the Braves. And they got off to a great start against Arizona. In the first two games, Corbin Carroll was in the leadoff spot. Broken bat, single right center field. Second game, game two, led off, grounded a short. Turner couldn't make the play, he beat him out. Each time he stayed at first and never tried to steal. And I felt like just gut feeling watching it. Wow, they're tentative. And then I watched them in game six and seven, and Carroll's running all over the place. They're running all over the place, and they were aggressive. Did you sense or see the same thing, or is there something else you sensed about it? Uh, no, I saw the same thing. The reason the Diamondbacks are where they are is because they're young, hungry, fast, athletic, and they take it to the opponent. Buck Showalter taught me a long time ago, when you're in October – and the other team, at least in theory, is better than you. And the Dodgers, let's say, were better than the Diamondbacks. They beat them by 16 games. If someone's better than you, you have to go right after them immediately. You have to throw the first punch. And that's what the Diamondbacks did during the series in Arizona against the Phillies and in those two games in Philadelphia. They took the crowd out of the game, and they had a bunch of young, hungry kids who said, go ahead try to throw me out of here if you do good for you but we're coming right after you and not just stealing second going first to third the way they approached at bats the way they pitched they just were more aggressive than the Phillies were and they can be aggressive because they're young and they're athletic and they can get away with some mistakes that was the difference that I saw what did you think of Arizona's bullpen especially down the stretch and in the postseason well, it was really good. I mean, Paul Seawald is the closer that they acquired from Seattle. I'm still yep. shaking my head over that one. Why right. would Seattle trade such a good reliever? I did the, the Mariners in the playoffs last year against Toronto. No one could hit that guy. Now, they right. had you know, they had other closer options there. Munoz is a really good pitcher. But I still don't understand why you traded that guy because he had a great year. He ended up with 34 saves with two teams. And he's the biggest difference on that team uh, the last two months after the trade deadline is he solidified the ninth inning. With Kevin Ginkle out there, who's been absolutely unhittable, 
in October. Um, that's a pretty good one-two punch the Diamondbacks have right now. And to me, that's the only difference between them over the Rangers is, in theory, they have a better bullpen than Texas. But uh, I'll tell you one more time, Steve, do not underestimate the Rangers. I I covered all 12 of their games from the booth, two, two on TV, 10 on the radio. And that is a really, really good team. No question. And also a really, really good offensive team is Texas along the way. I mean, Seager, Garcia, when you look at the Texas offense, how difficult can they be to deal with for a staff? Well, they're a nightmare when they're right because they led the league in runs scored. They led the league in walks by a healthy margin. All nine of their starters can hit the ball out of the ballpark. And every one of those guys – Young and Tavares and Garver and Heim, all of them, those guys are hitting down in the order. Uh, Nathaniel Lowe all had big games. Maybe not all big games, but one or the other was the star of one of the games in this postseason, and that's to go with Garcia, who drove in 15 runs in the LCS, Corey Seager, who was, for the most part, great, Marcus Simeon, who wasn't great, and they still won. He's due to get hot. That's what's so dangerous about this team. They are they have Thunder one through nine. They can hit the ball out of the ballpark. They, even though they led the league in walks, they are wildly aggressive when they want to be. They get to two strikes and they shorten up and put the ball in play a little more often. Like I said, this is the best offensive team in the American League. And if you catch them at the wrong time, it's really hard to pitch to. Them. Nathan Avaldi, who made his postseason name in an 18-inning loss to the Dodgers in Game 3 in 2018. What has his steadiness and his mix, especially with his fastball, meant to the front of that rotation? Uh, It's been critical. Brad Miller of the Rangers told me before the playoffs even started, he said, if I could pick one guy from our team to pitch a big game, I would pick Nate Evaldi. He is totally... Nails. Now, we didn't know that because, A, he never started a World Series game, and but his postseason record is great. I mean, he's made nine postseason starts. He's 8-1 and one with an ERA well under three. His strikeout-to-walk ratio is tremendous, and his strength is he throws that curveball 76 miles an hour. He throws his split 88 miles an hour, and he throws his fastball 96 miles an hour. That is a really difficult thing for a hitter to try to have to deal with those three those differences in speeds. Because if you're looking for 76, you're not getting a 96. If you're looking for 96, you're not getting a 76. And then he's got a split in the middle, and he is a wildly competitive guy, which we saw that night in L.A. when he pitched six innings, 97 pitches. He got the loss, and he got a standing ovation from his teammates when he walked in the Boston clubhouse after the game because everyone in there knew he saved our pitching staff. We lost the game, but he just won the World Series for us because he saved our pitching staff from getting exhausted. Right, exactly. Muncie finally won it in the 18th inning, but he actually, you know, they may have won that battle that night, but Evaldi was a big reason why they won the World Series war. So, uh, When you look at Zach Gallant, what do you see in him that's allowed him to be a 17-game winner? 
Well, he was one of the best pitchers in the game the first half of the year. He started the All-Star game. He's got great command. He's got three really good pitches. But he did indeed struggle down the stretch other than an amazing one nothing shutout at Wrigley against the Cubs. Um, but he he was he's not been at his best in the postseason and it's a miracle that you know he he pitched two games against the Phillies and he didn't win either one and they still beat the Phillies and right. he's their best pitcher. So um what he does is he competes, he knows how to pitch, he knows what he's doing. He just hasn't been real sharp uh the last couple months. I fully expect him to get that back and I fully expect it to be a pitcher's duel in game one in Texas. Who do you view as pivotal players that if they play well, they swing it one way. If they don't play well, it swings the other. Well, I think a lot of it comes down to that Texas bullpen, which has yeah. been a problem for most of the season. 477 bullpen ERA, 85 home runs allowed. That's 27th most in the major leagues. If Jose LeClerc, who was mostly great during the postseason, Aroldis Chapman, who was mostly wild during the regular season, and Josh Spores, that's their threesome late in the game. If those guys do, for the most part, what they did in the first three rounds, the Rangers are the better team, and the Rangers will win the World Series. I believe that. However, if those guys stumble, and there's always a possibility of that, then the Diamondbacks can win this series for sure. This is an ultimate toss-up World Series, but that's what I would keep an eye on is the Texas bullpen because to me, that's the only weakness on their team, and it wasn't really a weakness during the postseason. Tim, always a pleasure. Appreciate it so much. All right, thank you, Steve. Talk to you later. The great Tim Kirchin joining us on the show today. You know what I like about him? He's so positive. I mean, he just genuinely loves the game. Do you? I do, yeah. No, you don't. You hate everything. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jeez, you've dressed, you dressed your youngest kid up as a dog for Halloween. What are you doing? God, you worry me. <laughs> We are out there doing T-ball with Luke every day. He's actually forming a nice swing. He's forming some good mechanics using the T, let me just say. Did he get that video I sent? He did not, no. John Carlos Stanton hitting my way? <laughs> what? I was just trying to help. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! That'll be of what not to do at the plate. Oh, that's again the negativity. <laughs> I give you my honest opinion. I give them my honest opinion. No, no, you're, you're, kill, you're killing me here. Okay, you're killing me here. <laughs> killing me. God, you worry me. You worry me. <laughs> I mean, what, what are you doing? You know, it is a good thing we're talking about me continuing the rants after, after today because... That was really starting to be a concern of not having a good sports therapist to go to every day. You need it. <laughs> Stunning. Not only or not only do I consider you a mentor, I consider you a therapist. A sports therapist. <laughs> My sports therapist. 
I see. Mercy. <laughs> oh, mercy me. Okay. <laughs> oh. So again, you're going out as a fireman. I went as the fire chief, yes, and I plan to do that when we go trick-or-treating on Tuesday night. You're going to wear a... It, Tuesday night doesn't look great. I know. That? It's 49 and cold. Of course it would be after we have these beautiful days these next mm, couple of days. Mine says 46. Yeah. That's about uh, what it'll be here. Yikes. Safe to say we'll be, instead of... My original plan was to pull the kids around in a wagon. I think we'll be going to the car. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, the low temperatures next week are 30, 27, 32. Yeah. Yikes. We're awakening next week. Uh, yeah. 72 tomorrow and sunny. Yeah. And in the 60s tonight for game time, for a yeah. sideline guy, that is fantastic. It's beautiful. It's nice out now. You're going to enjoy it. Yeah, you're going to enjoy it. Hey, by the way, John Griffin's going to join us uh, every Monday at 135. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Sponsored by Brewers Outlet. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. And today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports Domestics Microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Pickle Bar, led by the Barrels and the Dills, indeed second to none. Stock up for your tailgate right now. What a day it's going to be tomorrow. 72 degrees, sunny. At Brewer's Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Derek Lively. Belfont's own. Kathy Drysdale's son. Outplayed Victor Webinyama in the opener. 16 points, 10 boards. He was 7 of 8 from the field. Off the bench in 30 minutes. Okay. Good start. Absolutely correct. Um... And what has happened with him in camp was that for Jason Kidd and the Mavericks, Derek's way beyond what they thought he was going to be. You know, they had they had thought process, and I don't blame them. This is not them making a mistake here. This is about okay. We see the potential. We see how quick he is. We see how long he is. How he runs the floor, shot blocker, rebounder. So there'll be some things we'll work on, and we'll get there with him. But what he's done, you know, and you know, remember, he only played 700 minutes in his one season at Duke. 
So they, they thought it would need more time to adjust. That's logical. I mean, he started actually all four preseason games. They just chose him to go off the bench in game one. They thought that was the best thing to do. But as Jason Kidd says, look, as we go forward, at some point, Derek is going to start. And I know he didn't end up playing his high school ball here. But, I'm, you know, let's face it. You know, this, this is a little different. And you see how big he is now. Well, when I first met him, <laughs> he was the size of Luke and Mark. <laughs> He's a little guy. <laughs> you watched him grow over the years. But you could see, man, there would be some days he'd be in the in the gym at the Jordan Center. He may have been like fifth, sixth, seventh grade, whatever. Like, uh, okay, he's got skills. You know, just out there shooting himself or doing whatever. I'm just, I'm thrilled for him. It was great because uh, last year um, he showed up for a game at the Jordan Center because he wanted to see Jameel Brown play. Jameel was his high school teammate. They played together. Traveling teams, things like that. Still waiting on the King, by the way. Yeah. Hey, tomorrow night, UCLA, Colorado. Are you excited? No, senor! No, senor! Oh. No, senor! Everything I bring up is just so negative with you. I hope it's a tie. Am I bringing up the wrong topics? <laughs> You want to know a guy that's doing a great job? Kyle Whittingham at Utah. I would agree with that. Yes, absolutely. He's had guys out. It took Saki, and uh, and he's been playing safety, and they made him into a tailback. I mean... That has been, I mean, they've had to be clever with what they've done. Now, Bryson Barnes, who's the backup quarterback, as Cam Rising hasn't been available since getting hurt in the Penn State game in the third quarter. Um, I always liked him. I watched him against Ohio State in the, the Rose Bowl the year before, and he did some good things in that game, and he did some good things in the Penn State game. So I've always liked him. But they have had to overcome Some injuries, some problems, and to their credit, like that's four straight times they've beaten USC. They're better in the trenches than USC, you know, and they're better defensively. And I mean, I give them a lot of credit. Now, they've got Oregon this weekend. And uh, that game will be in Salt Lake uh, tomorrow. That's a 3.30 game tomorrow. I mean, it's 1.30 Mountain Time. But 
I give them a lot of credit. They've been, you know what? I mean, they're not undefeated. But doggone, they've been. I think they've done a great job. Now, after this, they've got Arizona State. Then they got Washington. They have to go up to Seattle play that game. Then they get Arizona. Then they close out with Colorado. But they'll have their opportunities. They'll have their opportunities. Game day, by the way, is going to be there tomorrow. That's where game day is. Yeah, I know you don't care. I mean, Aaron Judge isn't playing, so. No, bad. Still, still a little early to bring that up. We're not even, the World Series hasn't even started yet. Wait, what? What? You know, why did you send your kids out as Aaron Judge? Or, you know, I have like one as Aaron Judge, and the other one is Giancarlo Stanton. What do you think? Or one is Rondon, and the other one is Stanton. No, señor! No, señor! No, señor! I would, if I had to choose for Yankee players, it would be Judge and Nasty Nestor to do the stash. Which which one of your youngsters would have to wear the stash? You know, that's a tough question. I don't know if Luke would do it, but Mark would do it, but after two seconds, he'd be ripping that off his face. Well, kid of class. Um... <laughs> So I guess the answer is I would attempt to do it more with Mark. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's... So we got Utah, Oregon. Is that one of the games on the pick'em list, Utah, Oregon? We are going to pick that game coming up. I mean, now listen to what Vaki has done this year, okay? He has now played, let's see, he's played running back, right? So as a running back, he's in... He's got 25 carries, 237 yards, and two touchdowns, averaging 9.3 yards a carry. As a receiver, he has six catches for 144 yards, 24 yards a catch, two touchdowns. On defense, he's the second leading, actually he's tied for the team leading tackles with 35, leads the team with six and a half tackles for loss, has a sack, now, Jonah Ellis has the most sacks. And has an interception. This guy's been terrific. I don't know if America knows about him. Man, I was impressed with him last year watching him on tape and then seeing him in person. Good player. But doggone, Utah, Utah's been good. Not perfect, but good. Jonah Ellis is a really good player. I think I said Vaki led them in tackles for losses. He's actually second. Ellis has 14 tackles for losses, 10 sacks. Jeez. Forced to fumble. Here he comes. So he has 32 tackles on the season, 14 of them are for losses. Wow. They still have a lot of guys from last year's team. Kareni Reed is still there. Vaki's still there. Cole Bishop's still there. Barton is still there. Broughton is still there. So, I mean, that's the defense. There's still a lot of guys there from the Rose Bowl game I did. Nate Johnson, Jackson, Baki Bernard. 
uh, Bernard got hurt early in the season. Veely, Money Parks. Now, Yasmin, the tight end, has been there, but then he got hurt. He's missed the last couple of games, so they need him. And I know how important their tight ends are. But they're good. Bo Nix, really good. That's the 3.30 game tomorrow. Now, the national game at 7.30 is UCLA hosting your beloved Colorado Buffaloes. I get nothing. I sense your silence is disgust. We'll come back. We'll get to picks in a moment. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patience. Patronage. Time to make some picks. And King is with us finally. King. Hey, man. Hey All man. right. <laughs> Let's get it going. How Let's... are you? <laughs> Great. How are you? I'm good. Kind of bummed out about last week's game. Oh. Yeah. You're not yeah. the only one. Hey, you're not, it's not an exclusive <laughs> club. Just real quick, I know we got to do the picks. What do you think happened? What do I think happened? First of all, the best yeah. player in the field, which going into the game, we all knew was Marvin Harrison, played really well. Right. All right. And for Penn State, I'll make it simple. You need to have your best players play their best games. And I'm not going to get into a list because that's unfair, but it didn't happen. For Penn State's best players did not play their best games, and I'll leave it at that. Well, no, they got one for 16 on third down. Yeah. I mean, that, there's your game right there. That's a, that's a killer. That is yeah, a killer. Yeah, your defense is on the field all the time. Okay, yeah. that's all. We got two picks. <laughs> All right, we're going to start with well, – actually, from so last week, we all went 4-5 and five last week. So no changes. I'm 48-34. and 34, Steve is 45-37. and 37, King is 29-51. and 51. So here we go with this week. Going to start with New England at Miami. King. New England. Steve. <laughs> That's why I'm 20 games under 500. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Dolphins here. I think it'll be a competitive game, but I'm going to go with the Dolphins. And New England's getting better. So. Got the 300 win last week for Coach Bill Belichick. Next one. Yeah, they beat Buffalo. Yeah, so. it was a good win for them. A divided MetLife Stadium next week. Giants, Jets, Steve. Giants. <laughs> King. Jets. You know, I, I went back and forth on this one, but I am going to go with the Jets. I think the defense is the difference in the game, and I think they win. So I'm going Jets. Their defense is really good. Yeah, really good. And yeah. Tyrod Taylor for the third straight week, by the way. Well, oh, I think he's playing pretty good football. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah, if the Giants lose, like it's not going to be because drones, of him. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going with the Jets. 
right. Steve and I already alluded to this one, but we'll make our picks final. Jacksonville at the Stillers. I got Jacksonville. Steve, you're rolling with the Jags? Jags. There you go. King, who you got? Steelers. All right. <laughs> I think Steelers are good. I think he's the best coach in football. So. Mike Tomlin, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, Eagles coming off the big win against the Dolphins last week. In Washington for the rematch from a few weeks ago. to take on the Commanders. And we'll start with Steve. Uh, Philadelphia. King. Eagles. I will take the Eagles 27-16. Much more comfortable game this time <laughs> around to beat the fighting Josh Harris's. <laughs> so big. <bitter. laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, did, did he even know the Sixers played last night? I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, college football now. Let's start with Georgia at Florida. Steve. No Brock Bowers. It's going to be a problem. Um, so let's have some fun. I'm going to pick Florida to Ooh, win the game. Ooh, I like it. How about that? King. Florida. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not going to be. Because he took them. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I think this will be a good game. And Georgia hasn't looked great the last couple of weeks, but until somebody beats them, I'll stick with them. So I'm yeah. sticking with the dogs for right now. Good, good pick. All right, next one. We've got Duke at at uh, Louisville. Should be a big one there in the ACC. King. Duke. I'm also rolling with the Blue Devils. Steve. Jeez, can I pick who cares? Uh, Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. All right, next one. This is a who cares game for me. Colorado and the fighting Deion Sanders against the stinking UCLA Chip Kellys. It just, just every <laughs> pick's loaded with hate. <laughs> King, what you got? UCLA by 40. Steve. You haven't been the same since Aaron Judge hurt his toe. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that, sure. Yeah. He was at the game the other night, the Knicks Celtics. I so. saw, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Seems yeah, healthy now. Good. Yeah. Seems healthy now. UCLA. Yeah. I love for this game to end in the tie, but uh, yeah, UCLA by a lot, unfortunately. But now, actually, a good Deanna game. Deion will find some stupid reason why they lost and why nobody likes them. Yeah, so, probably. Whatever. Yeah. He'll be on the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least, at least I can tolerate that this week compared to it's not time of possession, it's plays. So, one from one stupidity to another. Anyway, yep. this is a Pac-12 game that everyone will actually care about and it should be a good game. Oregon, Utah, Steve. Utah. All right. You got a couple ones this week. King. Oregon. I'm sticking with the Ducks as well. But I think this will be a really good game. This might be the game of the week, actually. And then finally, Ohio State traveling to Badgerland to take on Wisconsin on NBC Saturday night. Steve. A little scoring, but Ohio State. Yeah, I'm going to roll with the Buckeyes here. King. 
Wisconsin, Ohio State. <laughs> hey, every Penn State fan would love to see that. I love to see it too. I'm bad. I'm not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there you go. Geez. Lock it in for the final time. Boys, it's been a lot of fun. You've been great. Thank you. Better than great. Matt, thank you for everything. Absolutely. You're you too, King. Guy. Good luck with your family. Thank your you. kids. And it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Yep, you too. Uh, I'm, all, yep. I'm not going anywhere totally. You might hear. You'll probably hear from me at some point. And really, oh, good luck with in. the potty training thing. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I need lots of help with that. Thank you. <laughs> That's the biggest hurdle right now, to be honest with you. I, I wish you well. Thank you. I know you're a religious man. I'd pray for that next. <laughs> Believe me, it's on the list every week. It's a big hurdle. Once you, get, once you clear that hurdle, there's a lot of things going right. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're, you're tremendous. You well, are tremendous. You. Appreciate you more you than you ever will. You will wherever you go. Yep. Thank you, you sure guys. Will. I yes, appreciate sir. it.